Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Vistamar podcast. I'm Jennifer. What's up? I'm Mr. Dawson. I'm Sophia. Today, we have some very special guests today. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yes. Hi, I'm Lourdes. Hi, I'm Ike. So, how have you both been practicing social distancing? Not leaving the house, mostly, is the main part, I guess. Yeah, um, usually with, like, my family and I, we try to, like, make more food at home so we can avoid, like, going out, unless it's for, like, groceries and stuff. So there's been a lot of home meals. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of cooking at home. Do you guys, like, go on walks and stuff just to get out of the house? Um, not really, because my mom's still working, so she's usually gone most of the time, but it's usually me um, at home. Yeah, I actually got this exercise game to try to keep myself active that I can do while staying at home. Are you talking about Wii Boxing? No, I'm talking <laughs> about the, the adventure thing. Although I wish it was Wii Boxing. I'd be so strong right now. Right? Like back in the day, that was real exercise, right? Yeah. And everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, how is the Vistamar movie coming along? Because I know that was supposed to come out. Yeah, you guys um, are film people. Yeah, it is still going. Um, there's a lot of editing, like all of the the actual scenes and things that have to be shot are completely done. But um, there's a lot of sound editing that goes into it. Um, you know, color contrasting the scenes, making sure it looks like visually good. Um, so editing is still happening, but it should be done very, very soon. Yeah, I'm new to all this stuff. I know the movie has been in the making for a good amount of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long is it? Do you know, like... <laughs> like the length of the movie? Yeah, it's like a four-hour movie that it takes this long. Or I don't know. I don't know what it's goes like, into the movie. I want to say some, like, two hours. I want to say, like, a good, like, an hour or something. Two hours, somewhere around there. Hmm. And who's in, like, charge of the movie? Mr. Blaine, but he, um, he's been, with the editing that's happening right now, he has been in contact with, like, his friends who are, like, good editors, have experience with this, um, so they're all working on it. Okay, okay. Exciting. Do you know how it's going to come out? Like, will it be on YouTube or Netflix or Disney Plus? Well, the original plan was for it to be, like, like a play like where you we all come in you'd pay five dollars um and there would it would be like a screening in the pas basically um but since everything um has happened i'm not really sure um what's about to happen but i'm hoping maybe at the beginning of next year that's how it will go oh so the movie was supposed to be done this school year yeah okay did not know that okay okay that's exciting so if they do it in the beginning of the school year, most likely the seniors won't be able to go. Or maybe if they don't go to, like, if they're not sent to college yet, they yeah, can go. Yeah, probably what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's the same for, I guess, the previous years, right? Because this has been the making for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we know that you guys are both a part of uh, the film production uh, class. And we just want to know what, what you guys normally do, like not online, just when everything was normal. What did you guys normally do in that class? 
well, before we were working on the web show, so, you know, we'd, uh, like, people who were writing would get the scripts out, then we'd decide what we'd be shooting each day, so a typical day would kind of be, you know, people walking in, find out what we're shooting, whoever needs costumes gets costumes, whoever needs mics gets mics, find the location, then we set up some cameras, then we'd just, you know, uh, do the scene a couple times, record it, and then, yeah, just kind of a, it was a, like a scene a day, maybe two scenes. Yeah, so... It's a really good episode that I saw, but for people who haven't seen it, can you explain what it's about? So the web show is about um, a high school theater uh, production of a play that we never really specify. And, you know, just the characters involved and, you know, how things go horribly awry in various ways. Yeah, and there's, it's like a documentary-esque type show. So, um there is like a documentary crew essentially just following around students in a high school putting on a show. Oh, so it's, so future episodes, no spoilers, it's not just going to be following Ike's character? No. Oh, okay. Each character has their own episode, which is what was like originally, um, but now it's, we have to kind of adapt to it. Yeah, oh. as, as someone who's been in charge of a lot of the writing, originally it was a, like a character and episode kind of thing, then some like episodes got melded so it was a multi-character focus and then with quarantine and still trying to get episodes out the whole character and episode thing is called kind of falling to the wayside but you know there's still a very strong character focus overall okay okay that's gonna be really tough to follow because you were like a you're a really good character Ike. Thanks. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> why did you choose to be in film production what made you want to be in it um, for me, it was, you know, I, I love writing and, you know, in this situation, you know, in the class, I'd be able to write scripts, which isn't the type of writing I usually do. So I thought it'd be fun to branch out in that way. And of course, there's also the acting bit that I really like doing and just overall being involved in like a TV show or a movie just sounded like a lot of fun and really interesting. And I like Mr. Blaine. So, you know, it's kind of like a perfect storm of good, good decisions, good ideas. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um... I I chose to be in acting because um, I had I had taken theater production. I had taken intro to acting my freshman year, and this was just kind of like one of his classes I hadn't taken yet, and I was really interested in. Um, so I'm I'm taking advanced acting and this film class, so it kind of goes hand in hand. So it was really cool to like write episodes like I wouldn't normally do. Like with Ike, we wrote the first episode that you guys saw and that took like maybe like two weeks yeah sounds right wow that's that's interesting um so lordis you're a senior now and you're this advanced uh film class right or film production class um mm -hmm. what brought you there like you've had four years to explore your interests are you more interested in writing or production or acting um i think moving forward i think my main focus would be acting and stuff because that's what I have the most experience with but um, this class and um, theater production class you know I was like doing a bunch of other stuff I did um, I was department head of costumes one time for one of the shows um, I was like prop master with Sophia Treef one time um, so I've I've done a little bit of everything and I've enjoyed it all um, I do act more but it's not necessarily like a favorite. Okay. Is this something you're going to try to continue after virtual graduation? 
for sure, yeah. Um, I'm going in to Tulane with a double major in English and theater performance with a minor in dance, but that's that might change. This is just freshman year, me deciding on something before I go in. That's great, though. You got that ambition to do a bunch of stuff first year in. That's great. What about you, Ike? What's your main focus? Is it acting, producing, writing, directing? Uh, probably the writing, but like definitely acting is an important thing. I found myself stepping back from the acting more so. I used to be very, like a lot more focused on acting, but now I'm uh, like appreciating more behind the scenes work and behind the camera type of work. But writing is usually at the forefront for me. I've, I've had the total privilege to get to be kind of the head writer, so to speak. And um, episode two and episode three are like, you know, very largely my work, obviously with a lot of help and a lot of collaboration. It's been super cool to get to have that role and get to work on it and get to see it come to fruition, get to work with other people. Yeah, I could imagine, right? Especially all this while you're still in high school too. These yeah. Free, yeah, yeah, it's great. So what's a daily film class like online now? Well, we've all, so we were all given a couple options of what we wanted to be focusing on for the rest of the year a while back. Um, and the options were either working on pitches for what we would work on next year in film, um, watching a couple movies and doing a kind of paper on them. Um, and then the third option was, oh, editing the episodes. And then of course, if you're an actor, you have to make sure to record your scenes for episode three, which will be uh, shot from home and such. Um, so there was that, but yeah, so there, those are the three main options that people kind of broke up into. And then, you know, we go into class every day, you know, to chat with Mr. Blaine, check in, and then we kind of break off to work whatever we need to work on. Okay. I like that. I like that. What about you, Lourdes? About the same? Yeah, about the same. So as I mentioned, we were given like a few options. Um, so some people are currently editing the episodes that you guys will probably see in the coming weeks. Um, um, there are a few people that are making pitches. I I, I felt like I would kind of opt out of making a pitch just because next year I'm not going to be there. So I figured let them do what they're they're going to want to do. Um, so right now I'm just um, memorizing the the final script that they finalize, um, and I have to start thinking about how I'm going to film myself doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. So like online learning in classes, how are you editing online together? How are you filming online together? Can you guys speak on that? Uh, well, with the filming, the way the next episode was written, and this was like a huge thing, because, um, you know, we had a draft of episode three that wasn't, you know, shot from quarantine. And I really liked that draft, you know, maybe one day it'll be reused. But then we had to shift to figure out how to like write an episode that could be shot from home individually, like on our phone cameras. Um, so what we ended up coming up with is, um, well, no spoilers, but you know, we had, did figure out a way to make sure that we could shoot that way and continue the series in that respect. And, um, so, you know, there's definitely a way to shoot it and record it from home, which we are doing. And then for the editing, I don't actually know much about the editing. Uh, the editing, they're like, um, for the people who want to do it, there's, the editing program that we usually use, which is like Adobe Premiere Pro, um, there's like a, I guess, part of it that you can like co-edit. So you can all like look at the same editing program and like the same video and like see the changes that are happening 
and that different people are doing on the same screen and you can also make edits onto that. Um, and so there's zooming like uh, class while also doing the program. Okay, cool. I didn't realize they had online components like that. Mm -hmm. Mike, I think it's really interesting how you said the writing needs to change for how you can film it, right? Mm -hmm. If it's like an iPhone camera as opposed to an actual camera, what's the difference in writing? Uh, well, the main difference is characters can no longer be in the same room together, or if they are, you have to figure out some really clever camera work. Yeah. And then the other thing is, you know, a phone camera obviously is not the same quality as the more professional cameras we use at school that we don't have access to. So we have to figure out why does it seem less professional now? You know, where, where did that go? Which we have found workarounds for. It's a lot of kind of, you know, just seeing what you can work with and trying to do the best to make reasons within the story that would make sense without kind of, you know, like being cheap about it. Okay, interesting, interesting. So uh, it's really interesting how you guys have been doing this web series because I know that both of you have also taken part in many theatrical shows. And that kind of brings us to a chorus line. Um, so we were just wondering uh, kind of about that a little bit. Like, what is the chorus line about? Well, essentially, it's about um, these, I think it's like 14 or 12 dancers that go into an audition, um, just regular dance audition, um, and they're put, they're, they make it past the first round and they're put on a line with the director um, asking them questions kind of about themselves, and it makes each of them kind of reflect on, you know, I am not just this character in a show, I am my own person. So you get like a, um, you get like a different um, insight into each of the characters' minds. Like it's, there's no really like plot or like storyline. There's just kind of this um, story of each person and their individual lives, which is then incorporated with song. And like, they like break out and dance. And when they break out and dance, it's kind of like, what's going on in the character's head. So it's like what they're imagining. So as they dance, it's like different lights and stuff and then they're all back on the line. So it's like in their own imagination. So it's like a character story, like a character-based show, it's a character show. That's, mm -hmm. that's nice. Mm. I've always been a big fan of like character-based work. So I'm really excited to see that in whatever form it might be possible to see it. Yeah. So what, what, what about that? How will it be? Is it fully canceled? Do you know? Do you not know? Um, as of right now, um, obviously, like, our opening night was last week. Um, so we're not able to put the show on as we had originally hoped. But there's a bunch of different things. It's, right now, it's still up in the air, um, depending on like what California decides, I guess, then there's is a possibility of maybe doing it in June, but that knock on wood, that's like, it's a big maybe. And like, um, if anything, they might just um, film it. So if they allow groups of small people to get together and the cast were to get together, um, then maybe it would be filmed 
with the same cameras that we use for our film class, like the professional um, red cameras. Um, and then it would just be released to the community as like a movie type thing, but like a professionally like actual movie to like do the story justice in a way. There's a bunch of small videos that we've been sending out in the morning meeting um, stuff. So we've been doing little things here and there just to like keep our spirits up um, because obviously there's no final decisions on it right now. Yeah, it's so strange how like classes like physics that I teach, it translates so almost seamlessly, seamlessly to online, but things like a play, like really, really, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have work? Oh. Sorry. Do you guys have any other ideas besides filming it that might work? Um, other than that, there have been different ideas thrown out. Nothing's in concrete, but there is a possibility of like, doing it next year as like the next but then a lot of the cast like you know I wouldn't be able to do it and a lot of the other seniors in the show wouldn't be able to do it and so it would be have to you would have to recast it and a whole different auditioning process um so that's another possibility um maybe doing the show um in in the summer um, possibly with like a small audience, but even then, like, it's kind of, I don't know how doing a show with like a very small audience can be very like, like the rush that you get from like a Friday night show. And it's like full, like the energy that you get from that puts on a very different show than like our Thursday night previews when there's like five people in the audience and you can make contact with like those five people, the whole show. And it's a very, it's a very different type of energy and I don't think that's what we'd want to do because then not everyone would be able to see it. So I don't know, everything's in the air. Yeah, it feels like like part of most shows is the audience involved. Like uh, with Romeo and Juliet, which I was a part of, I remember like the cast kind of talking about how different each showing felt based on like what the audience was like. Uh, like even if we basically did the same thing we did, you know, no changes, the, just having a different audience made it feel like a completely different show. Yeah, theater is not for the socially distant. <laughs> and also, I'm just kind of wondering if you guys were to, I don't know, like film it um, in the summer, do you think everyone in the cast would remember their lines? Uh, oh, I, well, I guess I could do different takes. But Yeah, with like filming, it'll be a little different. Um, like with memorizing lines, obviously, like if that were to happen, we would have time like in between, like if we were to say we're filming this song tomorrow, we'd have like the night before to be like, we're to just like memorize and stuff like that. At least that's what we did for the film class. Like I know speaking from for myself, I would just memorize everything the night before and yeah. then go into class and just like do it. I don't know about Ike, but <laughs> I don't really have time to spend like a week on it. <laughs> Yeah, I had this one monologue that I knew, we, I always knew we were filming soon, and I just never had it memorized, so every day I'd go and be like, I'm not filming this today, and then finally one weekend I sat down like, okay, okay, the past is a mystery, the future, and then like, you know, got it, and then uh, coincidentally, like, the next day we did it, so it's good timing. Wow, well, I applaud you guys for that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, um... 
Well, how, how does it feel that the chorus line was going to be your last show uh, and it might not happen? And how would you feel if that was your position, Hike? Um, I know for me, I'm very grateful that I was really involved this year. Like I was in Dogfight as one of the dancers. And so we had a, like a musical overnight um, and I was in Romeo and Juliet and I'm so grateful for the experiences I had because that kind of made it hurt less that this was, that we weren't able to do it in April. Um, because I was like, well, at least like I did get an overnight. I did get two amazing shows and things like that. But, you know, I, you know, at least going into college, I know I want to study theater, but there's always this like with every actor, there's you get one project, but you don't know when the next thing is. You don't know if you have something else. You don't know if you'll get something else. So you know, as a senior in theater, you always count on like the musical the in the spring, like that's the big show. And then you have the theater banquet, you count on those things as like, like a closure um, type thing and not having it has been really hard. Um, I've definitely been leaning on a few people, but yeah, um, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure all the other incoming freshmen going to college are feeling the exact same thing. So you have someone to sympathize with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just like, from my perspective, you know, I'm lucky enough to, this is my sophomore year, not my senior year, and I'll have more plays to come, but I just, it, it's really rough to like see the, the show, like, you know, going through all this stuff. And I, I, you know, I really hope that somehow the show can find some way to be done so that all the seniors leaving Vistamar this year can, you know, go out with a bang, at least in some regard. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Also, that kind of makes me think about um, uh, graduation. Also, if that was being canceled, mm. uh, how do you feel about that? And, and again, like, how do you feel if that was your position? Um. So there's been talks of graduation among the senior class and um obviously graduation in june is very early and we probably won't be able to have a graduation so um i think the general consensus is you know if we do end up having something online which is not the ideal then that would serve as more of a closure for our senior year as a way to feel like okay, like I have finished high school. This is kind of like giving me closure for the next chapter in life. And then maybe sometime in maybe August, if that's even possible, or winter break um, next year when we come back home um, to have some sort of like ceremony or some sort of homecoming or something like that for the senior class to like celebrate each other. But um we're still talking with like Mr. C and Ms. Garcia and Ms. Campos who, and they're all working really hard and I'm really grateful for them. It feels like, you know, a lot of, for a lot of the, you know, the current freshmen and sophomores and juniors, it's easy to kind of feel really bad for the senior class knowing that 
you know, graduations up in the air and spring musicals up in the air, but I kind of like want to avoid feeling bad for them because all these seniors are being so tough and like really strong and still trying to see the positives, still trying to see what they can do, you know, feeling bad for them almost feels like we're accepting that, like, you know, you know, that's it, but you know, it doesn't feel like that's it. You know, everyone's still looking for ways to do it. Everyone's still looking for the positives in it. Yeah. I like that perspective, Mike. That's really good. All right, Jennifer, I want to ask the last question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Lourdes, so as a senior, we all know you've been in many productions at the school. Um, so if you could choose a favorite production that you've been in, which would it be? All four years. Just so you know, I'll be incredibly offended if it's not one I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, I don't know. Well, I, no one's ever asked you this? No, I mean, I, it's hard because every show is so different. Like there, it's hard to compare them between each other because the experiences are so different. But mm. I think, I think my favorite show, um, just because it was my very first show, um, was McChicken and I, I just don't say I don't say the name because I just feel like it's bad luck in general but I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about it was my sophomore year and it was like the same time of the year that Romeo and Juliet was um just because that was like the first thing I had gotten into I had auditioned I had kind of auditioned for Chicago but I didn't really I was too nervous to really do it and so I was just like I was essentially just gamer's assistant um, and I would like bring him water and like the band water and like I would just sit there and admire everyone and I was like this is so cool and I just felt a part of it um, so that was nice but um, McChicken was like the first time I felt like I was a part of it like I had been like watching from a distance for so long that actually doing it I was like I, I it, it was like so amazing because I, I actually like I really idolize like all of the seniors and like I had scenes with the seniors and like I actually had to they got to talk to me and as a sophomore I was like I felt so like wow in the loop and like yeah the show was very meaningful for a lot of reasons not because I was the lead but just because like I felt a part of it for the first time so yeah yeah, I got to say it was kind of like a similar experience for me and Dogfight since that was my first play. And, you know, hopefully I'll have more to come. But, you know, looking back, you know, Dogfight's always going to be great. You're always going to love your first high school play. Yeah, I'd be curious to know if uh, any of the other seniors will say it's their first play also. That's interesting. And we need to do a separate interview about this whole McChicken word because I've heard some things. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who don't believe in it, but I just – I. There was an instance in Chicago where <laughs> someone said it and that night he had said it like 800 times because he was like, well, I don't care. McChicken, McChicken, McChicken. And he just kept saying Woo! it. That night, Presley, the one of the leads had like rolled her ankle and the lights had gone out. So we had to oh, stop. I remember that. So I, I refuse to say it. I just like, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, especially as a senior, you do not want to jinx anything. <laughs> These classes reading through it and discussing it right now or just finished. So the whole time I was like, 
oh man, I hope I don't curse whatever play I'm in next. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Jennifer, let's do it. All right, it's time. <laughs> Woo. All right. Okay. I'm going to get this right. Well, I'll say uh, thank you for answering all of our questions today. It was very interesting to listen and hear your both of your points of view on it. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you everyone for watching this <laughs> <our> podcast. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this inspection. Thank you.